bubble as you clutch a red dragon. A bearded woman punches from behind her flagon. Dead bog all around. You're sinking in the sand. An important contract turns to ash in your hands. If your favorite color happens to be chartreuse, you could use a large helping of cauldron juice. walking between appointments and a runner comes up to you as they often do and goes sir my lord my lord uh, the queen urgently requests your presence and he hands you an envelope uh, where do i need to meet her he just holds up the envelope and you take it and open it she requests your presence at noon today she requests you at you know the at her establishment and you think that she wants to talk about the city lockdown again you handwrite on the back of it, like, noon is fine, but you have to come to me. You know that she'll hate that and see it for what it is, which is playing p- political games and vying for control. And it, you know sure she's going to do it. Uh, so you send the runner off and you go to your other meetings. Before we go too far, I think I want to use my divination magic to see what I've got yeah. for the day. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Okay, 10 and a 15. So um, for listeners... The Earl here, I'll say that again while you're not cracking your knuckles. The Earl here has some divination magic and uh, part is class. And there's some other things and we'll get into that later. But I think you go to your next meeting. What is it for? To direct troop movement. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, around the city? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're waiting. uh, Everybody else leaves. You have some of the papers you're just in your room you know that you know there's you you have guards posted you're just in this office and you're kind of reviewing going over the meeting again and uh there's a knock i assume you call her in enter uh yeah great that's fucking great yeah she enters and she looks a little bit pissed she is kind of like a tall tiefling woman she has purple horns dark purple hair and purple skin your lordship how may i help you you see outside the door that she has posted some of her royal guards as she kind of forcefully shuts it behind you. Uh, she doesn't She doesn't seat. She doesn't take a seat. She just uh, comes up to the table and she goes, Well, has your research found any way to stop these beasts? Have you communicated with the insurgents and made some compromise? Have you found a way to open the city back to regular trade? All of these things are in process. There's... Not a whole lot I can do. Why isn't it that I don't get any answers? You say you're working on it, and all, and, and you've said this for weeks, but the problems are only growing. Because you don't want to know how I accomplish these things. We don't want to sully your good name. If I don't have answers, and quickly, I will do everything in my power to have you stripped of all authority. But you already know that. Uh, and she stares at you. I do. But keep in mind that I'm doing a lot to keep you in power as well. You see her face kind of take that in for a second. Frustratingly, she, you know, she acquiesces and and she goes, fine, fix, fix it. 
As your majesty desires. And she huffs out her uh, robes, her royal robes flowing behind her, and uh, she slams the door behind her. I flip off the door. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Fucking great. Later, you meet with your master of secrets, Tore. He's back from a overseas voyage, overseas trip to the city Firelight. Mm-hmm. He uh, does a, a deep bow to you in his long robes. He's kind of a skinny, seedy, pale individual. My liege. Tore, what news do you have? My liege, the mayor of Firelight, he very much is listening to my influences. He takes my recommendations and seems to trust me a great amount. However, something happened. As I understand, uh, Rooklyn has been besieged by by dragons as of late. It seems that Firelight has had the same problem. While I was visiting, there were three dragonback riders who climbed the city wall and tore up the town before being stopped by some of the locals. Wait, wait, stop there. How did the locals stop these dragon riders? Well, sir, I don't know all of the details. The, the I know that the rumors from the city guard, you know how those type are. They exaggerated and, and said many untrue things. Things like the dragon riders disappeared in smoke, and uh, the dragons were not actually dragons at all. They were great lizards. I don't believe those rumors, sir. I think my intelligence says that the dragons were de-winged. De-winged? Yes, they had especially made saddles for these dragons and had somehow captured them and de-winged them. I'm not sure how the locals defeated these, but I understand that they were small in number, only three or four. Now, I was in the council room with the mayor when he met with these locals, he promised them gold given to them by our own Kara Goodfine. For the listeners, the mayor of Brooklyn. So yeah, he goes on to tell you that the the mayor of Firelight promised gold through Kara. Like there had been some deal going on between them and Tore didn't know about that. But among the people in the town who the mayor was talking to was a mercenary that you had hired previously, Xander, who... Uh, you had jailed because uh, he stole some some goods from you, some some valuable treasures, uh, and escaped. And that he was there, and that Tore and Xander both recognized each other in the room, but didn't say anything. They they let the silence be. Tell me, Tore, was that a comfortable situation for you? <laughs> I held it together, as is my job to do, and remained professional throughout. Afterward, he contacted me in one of my establishments, and we made a deal. And if you are willing to forgive him of his, we'll say, devious nature... I'm already questioning why that deal didn't end with a knife in his throat. The reason, my lord, is because he has told me of some most powerful gems. These gems of great power that this group of locals uh, has possession of. And he promised me uh, possession of these because he has no true interest in them. And I've heard of such things, and I have suspected for a while that you might have one of these gems. 
You delve too deep, Tore. My apologies, my liege. But it is still my guess that you would be interested and would pay perhaps a large amount of coin for more so for for such an item. Fine. I we can we can set up the arrangement. I'm I'm curious about what he has. Yes, my liege, and I will make sure that it is a safe arrangement, as he seems to be a very dangerous individual. I dealt with him fine, but I would not put yourself at such risk. He tells you also that the the mayor of Firelight had written a promissory note for 30,000 gold. Uh, for 30,000 gold from Kara Goldfine. You probably know that... Tori wouldn't know this, he's just reporting to you, but... You would know that that promissory note could not possibly be that could not possibly be that much because you know that Kara Goldfine does not have that much money. Like she does not have that much money to give in promissory notes mm-hmm. to like, you know, people who are hired for a job. You know, you're not even. So I see another string to pull. Yeah, sure. Then I think you would re- uh, you would retire um, unless there's anything else you want to do before we get to this last little scene uh, during the day. Yeah, I think I uh, I take a long walk through the city, through the various paths that I used to sneak around when I ran weapons. Okay. As a at a slummier time of my life. Yeah, you said that one of your the things that is really important to this character is that that he's careful. So, what things do you take as precautions before you like leave and go around the city? Well, I make sure my spellbook is full of all of my abilities to escape from danger and i take my dagger Mm -hmm. i don't take anyone with me though because i want to be the only one who knows and remembers these various tricks and trails okay and do you do anything up in like your fortress or like uh the governmental buildings to make sure that things are gonna be the same when you come back i tell my secretary to tell everyone i'm in a meeting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, we'll say that Torre releases, re- relays the message uh, to the, the appropriate people uh, that you are otherwise indisposed. I, I, that actually, that I'm in a meeting about taxes, and no one actually ever wants to deal with that, so no <laughs> one's going to bother me. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and as you enter, you get back from the day, as you enter your personal chambers, I'd like you to uh, make a perception check. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you don't notice anything outright. It's just your your normal chambers. It's fancy because you're a fancy lad. Like, what do you check when you get here? I check to make sure that the gems are where I left them, and I also the gem specifically gem. Right. Yeah. And I also uh, go over to my to my desk and open my drawer and make sure that nothing mm. has shifted around in there. Yep. Yeah. Nothing has, and it's it's still there. the uh, The gold gem. Uh, I briefly touched upon this in Anthel's first episode. You can listen to that at the beginning. Uh, but you have this very special gem, which is kind of uh, circular, flat, maybe five or six inches in diameter, uh, with a copper bottom that um, has has reported to you things of uh, of the future. It's told you a lot and given you a lot of advantages. Um, and it's still there untouched, uh, and you would shut the door, or shut, I mean, assume, shut the drawer back once you're satisfied. And as you turn around, uh, a huge hulking figure is in front of you, and I'll give you a second to react if you'd like. I want to be a badass right out of the gate. Did I do... Yeah. Okay, so... Well, no, I don't want to... 
you don't want to give away. <laughs> no, I don't want to give away what I have. Give away to this to, person. Like, to an enemy, like, give away what I'm capable of. So I, uh... Well, it depends on whether you panic or not. Why don't you roll for panic? What what stat is that? Is that a thing? I didn't know that's a thing. I'm making it a thing. Okay, sure. Uh, wait. I would say wisdom or intelligence. Probably wisdom. Um, I was gonna go, like... Whatever you do, I'm just gonna fuck with the dice in this one. Because I just remembered I can do that oh, a lot. It's the end of the day, and I have all five of my dice fuckeries. Yeah, left. let's just go straight up charisma. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna spend a luck point on that five. Okay, so you're gonna re-roll it. Okay. All right. So you're gonna keep that. S- yeah. Yeah. So. You you hold your own. You got it's a fifteen total. So yeah, you hold it together, uh, and I'll I'll let you I cast mean, um whatever well, you want. I was gonna I, make you I'm cast not... mirror image if you failed it. Um, but you're not, you can cast something else if you'd like. I don't think I'm going to cast anything. I'm just going to draw my dagger and get into a fighting stance, essentially. Uh-huh, yeah. And then, and just say, speak unless you want this in your throat. Nice. The large tiefling man laughs, and you see in the uh, dimly lit room, uh, he puts both of his hands up, and he goes, no, no, no. Baron, you misunderstand me. I wish to parlay with you. I slowly put my dagger back in its sheath, but I keep my hand on it. He says, I understand you're a cautious man, and I don't think you would ever agree to meet with me if I didn't drop in on you. You see, we can help each other, you and I. Go on. You've been dealing with so many things. A rebel insurgents... Dragon attacks and a feisty queen. At least two of these I can help you with. The queen's son? My men can easily capture him for you. The rebel insurgents? Well, we have people on the inside who can undermine them. And last, the dragon attacks? Well, <laughs> you see, the dragons are kind of our thing, and he like takes off this little like uh, black. Uh, over overcoat thing and like uh, two shoulder pads pop out and he's got this like dragon embroidered insignia on this like uh, vestige he has mm-hmm. I am p- part of an organization that seeks to not just serve the dragons but control them for our own ends and we've been very successful so far and I'm guessing you're not going to be offering me these benefits for free oh certainly not but what I will say is that at the end of helping you all we would expect in return is your little secret you'll uh you'll have to be more specific I'm not sure where you keep it but I would not be so stupid to threaten you for it I would love it if my organization could earn your gold gem for just the quickest second, my facade of coolness just just disappears just a tiny, tiny bit. Okay, I want to see if he realizes that. Okay, he doesn't. That's a bad dice. It is. It is. This is a gift. <laughs> they are bad dice. Okay. He he doesn't notice. Okay. Do you want to, like, he's making an offer to you. Yeah. Apparently you do know me as a cautious man. I would have to know more before I can make it. A decision. Okay, and at that moment, uh, Torre bursts into your office, and he, and he goes, "My liege, 
I know, I know, Tori. And, and he sees the uh, he sees the tiefling man there standing with you, and he goes, "No!" And uh, the tiefling grins wide and looks back at Tori, and then turns back to you and says, "I'll be in contact with you soon." And he reaches for something on his belt, and he uh, turns into black smoke and fades. And I think we'll stop there. <laughs>